<laughs> still like that countdown. What's going on, everybody? Today on First Cup, uh, I'm not drinking coffee. We've got a new episode of Martial Arts Radio to talk about. I'll tell you about the exciting adventure of getting home. There's just so much to talk about. So I'm glad you are here. I don't think I need to do the 30-second transition if we're doing the countdown video. So... I'll just I'll just roll in. Let's just do it. Uh, good morning, everyone. Today is Monday. It is March the seventh, twenty twenty-two. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup. I think I'll just call it. This is my first cup. It is first cup with Jeremy. We didn't call it first cup of coffee with Jeremy. I'll throw it off. It's tea. English breakfast tea with a little bit of cream, which I'm not going to show you because we know what my track record is with that. Uh, Andrew says, good morning. Welcome back. Thank you, Andrew. <sighs> I love you all. I love my life. I could have used another week or, you know, 12. I had a blast. I really did. I've never been anywhere where I made friends easier. Um, I've never been anywhere that was more laid back. It's just, all right, here's the best anecdote I can give you for where I was on the island. <laughs> Ray asks, if you aren't drinking coffee, do we change the name to First Yawn with Jeremy? Well, if you've been around a while, you know I, I frequently yawn, especially in the front of the show. Good morning, Jenny. So... Most of the island is golf carts, but a number of locals also have mopeds, small motorcycles, dirt bikes, and there's a helmet law, and they all wear a helmet that is unbuckled. They follow the rules, more or less. What actually blew me away was the number of people wearing masks properly while wearing an unbuckled helmet. I found that to be hysterical. They just, they just do their own thing. They just, they're just like, Hey, whatever. It was pretty good. <sighs> Stacy says first cup of water with Jeremy. There you go. I already have my water. The majority of my daily practices, like drinking water when I first wake up, I maintain those over over vacation. I will say, so here's the plan. Okay. So we've got all in, and this is going to be news to Andrew. So we've got all in weekend. Okay. Next year, I want to do other all in weekends elsewhere in the country and probably one all in week. And then the following year, we can grow some of those all in weekends into optional all in weeks. And then the following year, if we haven't already done it, residential facility running week-long programs throughout the year. And then the following year, we open one of those in the Caribbean. Yes. Would you like to have an all-inclusive vacation where you get to train as much or as little as you want and hang out with other martial artists from around the world? Yes, you would. That's what it'll be. Just looking at some of these islands, and I'm like, you know, we could we could pull this off. We could totally pull this off, and we could we could reenact uh, Enter the Dragon. Like, there's so much fun stuff we could do with an island. 
Dennis says, all in year in Belize. I Yes. <laughs> Andrew says, sign me up. Yes. <sighs> you guys, the weather varied five degrees throughout the day. It had lows of like 77, high of like 82 while I was there. It was amazing. It's pretty much the perfect weather. I'm sure it gets hotter. I'm sure it gets a little colder. They said the last time they were affected by a hurricane was 2008. Most places in the U.S. can't say that, at least the East Coast. I'm in love with the country. I want to go back. So coming back home was both adventurous and boring. My flight left at quarter of 6 p.m. on Friday, which meant I spent an annoying amount of time in the airport because I had to check out at one. I asked, I said, hey, could I check out a couple hours later so I could, you know, not be in the airport? And they said, yeah, we can do that. And the woman's like typing on a calculator for some reason. And she says, we could do that for an extra 100, bill- 100 billies, which is how they would talk. I was like, that's that's $50 American. You want me to pay $25 an hour to just sit in my hotel room? No, thank you. I'll sit in the airport for that. I'm not going back to that that hotel. Um, They're going to think I'm mad at them. I forgot to leave a tip for housekeeping. Um, But they were just, I don't know, I said it on, was it Friday? Thursday or Friday? That this was a place your grandmother would love. It just... The best thing about it was the restaurant that I found that was right around the corner. It was this really fun. They had a hotel too, but it was primarily like a yoga spa retreat with amazing vegetarian and vegan food. Like some of the best food I had while I was there. I think I had three meals there. I would have had four, but I didn't wake up early. Actually, I didn't want to have two meals, like stacks back to back. But I definitely ate enough food for four meals, probably six meals. <sighs> Tea's not bad. It's fine. It's just not coffee. I didn't have any coffee on Friday. Like zero coffee on Friday. Because I think I'm allergic. Well, it's light out, which is weird. And it's above freezing, which is weird. I got home, everything was fine. The plants were fine. Spent yesterday putting the plants back in their homes. Oh, I didn't finish my my story of coming home. So on the plane and it was all good and get to Dallas airport at nine o'clock at night and managed to grab a sandwich at the one spot that was open before they closed at 10. And then proceeded to try to find a place to sleep. It's very hard to sleep in an airport. Now I found a spot. It was in a corner. It was dark. And I managed to contort myself into some seats that was mildly not completely uncomfortable. And I set an alarm on my phone for 3 a.m. Because I had a 5 a.m. flight. I said, okay. Which, by the way, that's about when I would wake up here for a 5 a.m. flight. And I wake up to someone eating chips, like four seats down and playing music. And I wait, I'm like, what? why, why are you like this? 
And I, I did this like several times, like the person's just like, Argh. so I found a different spot, found a different way to contort myself, kind of slept, slept on the plane. And when I got home, everything was fine with my luggage. Like, like knock on wood, logistically, this was the best trip I've had possibly of my life. Didn't lose anything either way. Nothing was late. Didn't miss, uh, didn't, didn't like layovers. All was good. It was great. Like, ooh, had good conversation with the people driving me to and from the airport. Like, it was a great trip in that way. In a lot of other ways too, but. Grabbed my car, found my car in the in the parking garage on the first try. I was like, uh, I remember third floor. I meant to write it down, but I didn't because it was early. I was like, I remember third floor, like over there. Yep, there it is. Bing. Got out. Drove home and went to bed. I think I was in bed at like 6.30 or 7 o'clock. I was so tired. Woke up yesterday and just kind of just kind of hung out. Went and had lunch. Here's, so here's a funny thing. Good morning, Frank. Um, I was sitting here yesterday. And I'm like, okay. I feel weird. And I took some time unpacking it. And I realized it was because there wasn't anybody around. I'd gone from this like bustling island in this city to alone in the woods. I love alone in the woods, but I missed people. It was weird. It's never been like this before. So I went to a restaurant and sat at the bar and had, had food. And I hear, is this seat taken? And I look and it's, it's a friend of mine, Sean. Sean helped, Sean ran the boards for the first, uh, was it episode 200? He ran the boards for the first live stream we ever did. And so we had a chat. We had a chat about the school that's coming. And he got, she's like, what, what, when, where? He was really excited. So got at least one student. Um, then I went to the gun store. Then I went to the grocery store. And I had a conversation with random strangers at the grocery store. Apparently, I'm a social person now. Who knew? I didn't know. You guys probably knew. I didn't know. Not here anyway. But. And a lot of the snow melted. It's been a solid. It's been good. Good morning, Tommy. And I got some work to do today. Not a ton. I got stuff I got to ship out. People ordered things while I was gone. It's like, hey, you mind waiting a week? And they're like, yeah, it's cool. So I got to ship some gloves and a book. Somebody bought an autographed copy of a martial artist handbook. Or as Jenny and I abbreviate it in conversation, M-A-H. Could call it Ma, but I don't think anybody would know what that was. And so now I'm home. But don't worry. I'll go back to Belize and I'll scout locations for... So I've got, I've got a plan for opening a martial arts school down there. I really do. You know, one of the things that I... They barely had anything of on the island. Like fitness, like there was a CrossFit gym buried somewhere. Um, there was a gym buried somewhere. And 
I'll teach martial arts in like a morning kickboxing class. Boom, done. Come get your exercise in for the day. For you weirdos who feel like you need to do exercise on vacation, which is not me. Stacy got her duffel. I hope it came out great. I don't get what you mean, but Jenny says, don't call it Ma. It makes me think of Ma, the meatloaf. That's a rough. I know I've heard that. I don't know what it's from. Tommy says, I always have random conversations with strangers. Did I learn this from earlier traveling? Stacy says, it did come out great. Awesome. Glad to hear. Well, uh, where's my phone? Is let me find YouTube. Is the episode up? I don't remember. What do we got? What's going on? Nope, wrong button. Let's go to this button. Oh, yay. Okay. Episode 690 with Professora Bernadette Robinson. Okay, you guys. One of the best episodes we've ever done. Hands down. Like, Andrew's checked it out. Andrew, I believe you agreed with me. One of the best episodes we've ever done. We're coming up on 700 episodes. I do not say this lightly. I will sometimes say, this is one of my favorites. Or, this is a great episode. Most of them come out pretty well. Here, Andrew's words. OMG, so good. This episode is going to take you on an emotional ride. You are going to laugh. You're going to cry. You're going to get angry. You're going to... It's it's everything you could ever want in a conversation. Did it come out? Did we do video on this one? I, I wanted to. I think... I don't remember if we did. Pause... No. Okay. We talked about it. Andrew says, without a doubt, it's in my top five. It's, it's such a phenomenal episode. So I want you to check it out. It is, it is such a, there's so much vulnerability in this story that I, I I think the next time I see her, it's just going to be, it's just going to start with a hug. She's a wonderful person and told a phenomenal story, and you're going to dig it. Good morning, Brian. So there you go. Um, there may be a video version later. I don't remember. I know we, we recorded a video, but the video doesn't add much. So anyway, switching gears. Uh, Frank left me some stuff, and Josh Blum left me something. I'm still blown away that it's light out. They're going to ruin that in a week, which makes me sad, but whatever. Okay. So thank you, Kelly. Kelly says, good morning. Welcome back. All right. So yesterday was Martin Cove's birthday. He turned 76. Guy looks pretty good for 76. I'm not going to lie. Doing well. Here are some fra some facts, some facts from IMDb. 
Of course, he's best known by the public for his role as Cobra Kai, Sensei John Kreese in Karate Kid 84, and of course, the sequels. He jokingly refers to his character as Han Solo on steroids. Yeah, I guess he did sort of play that, that counter. But it's not until Cobra Kai that we start to see him as something slightly other than the villain. He's still a villain. But he's not overwhelmingly the villain. Oh, and apparently it's Andy's birthday. Happy birthday, Andy. Now, this I did not know. Oh, here, this is getting buried by the... There we go. He has black belts. Martin Cove has black belts in Kendo, Okinawate, and Tiger Kempo. That I did not know. I did not know he actually trained. That's super cool. I miss coffee. Sad. Oh, well. And this last one is a trip because I didn't know this one either. During the mid to late 80s and 90s, he was a well-known television spokesman for King Cobra beer. Don't let the smooth taste fool you. However, in more recent years, he has sworn off alcohol. I feel like I would remember those commercials. I don't. Why don't I remember those? Maybe maybe that they were advertising on, on TV that I didn't watch. Because, you know, in the late 80s, I was a small child. In the early 90s, I was also a child. What am I doing today? Um, client calls, email. You know, I didn't get much email while I was gone. Oh, it was amazing. Lots of spam, but, you know, that's easy. I just deleted all that. And I stayed up on deleting it. And I don't have very many things I have to do. And that's probably going to change by, like, 930. And I just jinxed myself. But uh, I'm going into the day pretty excited. I should be able to finish all my work for today. And then I'm sure Andrew and I have, I'm sure there's a bunch of interviews tomorrow. I don't know. I haven't even looked. But then the rest of the week, last I looked, was pretty light. It's pretty chill. Yeah. I already priced out going back to Belize. I found places that could do like 45, 50 bucks a night. And here's, okay. So here's something I've learned. Check this out. Okay. This might be helpful to all of you. We are all used to Amer when we book travel on American hotel, okay. Expedia, et cetera. Same price, roughly the same price as if you go direct to the hotel. If it's a difference, it's like a dollar difference. Okay. Nobody cares. Nobody's going to go hunting around to save a dollar a night. Like, it's just not worth it. And that's created this culture that if we're going to stay anywhere in a hotel in America, we just book the hotel in whatever way is most convenient. Usually that's something like Expedia, where you, you book the hotel and the flight and the rental car all together, and they give you some bundle deal and you save, you know, like 15, 20 bucks a day. Okay. Not the case in police. I would have saved... Um, 
I think it was the hotel I stayed at the first when I first got there. Fifty dollars cheaper if I booked direct. Fifty dollars Belize, so like twenty five bucks a night if I booked direct. And I saw other things like this, and I heard on the islands that if you go direct to people and you're like, "Hey, I want to stay here for a month or two, or I bumped into somebody," um, oh. Uh, I don't think I shared this with you. She's like, blah, blah, blah. That time I played softball with Christopher Reeve and he took his shirt off and he had this hairy mole on his back that was this big. And I'm just like, what? And then he went on a date with her best friend. Like this woman had stories. But she's going back next year or later this year or something for eight months. And so she's trying to find the best place. And so she's going to these people. Now, the place that I stayed at, which was really nice, in talking with that person directly, was getting a price of half to stay for eight months. So I figure if I want to go for like a month or two, which I have no idea how I would make that work, but let's pretend I could, I could probably get one of these places that are 40, 50, 60 bucks a night for half price. And then I could cook most of my food and I could do it pretty affordably. So that's the goal and to go back for longer next time. <sighs> yes. So Andrew says some big name, some amazing people tomorrow. One big name. Yeah. It's a pretty darn big name. <laughs> uh, and he says, good morning. Thank you for the birthday wishes. You guys are awesome. Tommy remembers the, the beer, the Cobra beer. I remember them in old, too drunk at the time, too. Frank wants to know what kind of tea. It's a Celestial Seasonings English breakfast. It's fine. It's tasty. It's not coffee, though. Oh, good. Um, I was going to say something. I forgot what it was. <sighs> Stacy says, lemon ginger tea is amazing. Absolutely. But you know what? English breakfast kind of looks like coffee, and that's why it's in my cup. Because I'm pretending that this is sort of coffee-ish. See? Sort of coffee-ish. I even put it in my front. I know it's just a tea bag and water, but I put it in my French press anyway, because I'm pretending. It's going to be like 42 again today. It was 60 something degrees here yesterday. Oh, it's crazy. It was great. I loved it. All the snow that I didn't. So obviously I didn't remove snow in the driveway. Uh, the neighbors were very kind. They wrote me and they said, you know, we got a bunch of snow. Um, you're gonna be able to get in your driveway. And I said, I can usually get in. The only thing that's ever an issue is the big lump that the plow creates. And I said, you know, um, I would, would, if, if you're volunteering, I will happily accept your assistance in, in shoveling out the end of the driveway. One of the, I have a horseshoe, one at, one at the end. I said, those, this one's usually better. I got a message back a couple hours later. We couldn't even get to that top one. Uh, it was frozen solid. Uh, we did the bottom one, though. 
And I was able to do it. When I pulled in on Saturday, I, I had, um, believe it or not, my RAV4 has a, a center differential lock, which if you know anything about cars, it should surprise you because it's weird that it would have that. But it does. And I needed it to get, <laughs> to get going. Um, it locks all four tires. So, or rather, it locks the front to the back. But that was cool, and now it's all gone. All right. Um, I forget what else I was going to say. So, Josh. All right. Sometimes people use the expression, show up for yourself. I find it to be an odd expression, but like the sentiment. What does it mean to you? How do y'all show up for yourself in your life? I meant to display that. There we go. Show up for yourself. To me, show up for yourself means it's another variation of treating yourself the way you would treat others. Right? We are really good at being ju judgmental of ourselves. We're really good at holding ourselves to significantly higher standards than we hold others to. If other people ask us for help, we usually show up. If someone says, hey, I really need your help. Okay, I got you. I'll, I'll make some sacrifices. I'll move some things around. I will show up for you because I would want you to show up for me. But what about us showing up for ourselves? One of the things I am working hardest on is treating myself the way I treat others. You know, we've got the, the golden rule, treat others the way you would like to be treated. I think I need to flip that. Treat myself the way I treat others. I treat other people pretty darn well. Not always nice to myself. I've worked hard to abandon words like should and could have and things like that. They're not needed. I'm trying to slow down, trying to be kinder. And this time away was really helpful for that, to recognize the contrast between how I show up day to day and how I show up on vacation. I've talked a little bit on the show and, and, and kind of on the edges um, about my anxiety. Guess what? It was almost gone on vacation. What does that tell me? It's a lot more situational than I realized. I thought it was primarily chemical because I've got some of that in my family. No. no. Vacation Jeremy was a much more relaxed, not stressed person until the end, until I had to do things at certain times, until I needed to show up for other people, or so I thought in certain ways. And I've got a plan on how to move past that. And strangely enough, it involves more whistle kick, more whistle kick, less of other things.
Andrew said, sums it up well. Treat yourself. Yes. Tommy says, interesting concept for sure. That has to help in balance of many things. I'm assuming you mean, you know, treating, you know, connecting the dots between the way I treat others and the way I treat myself. And it does. But it's easier said than done. You know, when, when, when I've got email rolling in, when I've got clients asking for things and I'm in the middle of, the short of it is I cannot in my current life do all the things that I feel need to be done for myself and for Whistlekick and for my clientele. It's not possible. Which is why my goal in opening the martial arts school is to do less consulting work. I'm not going to talk about that publicly. Will I continue to do consulting work for martial arts schools? Yes, because that's different. It's just a different way of being. Um, but I think that's what's going to give. I think it's what it has to give. And I did some really rough numbers last night. It doesn't take very many students to replace the income that comes in from consulting. And honestly, I can do it in less time. So there's the plan that I'm sharing with all of you. What does that phrase mean to you guys? Show up for yourself. Is it, do you have a different read on it? Do you see those words and that meaning differently than I do? I'm curious. I bet Josh would be too. Tommy sums it up well. More whistle kick to reduce stress. I love it. Simple, not easy. Yes. Yeah. Not easy. There's a plan. And sometimes just knowing there's a plan is helpful. In the past, when I've scheduled a vacation, just knowing there was a break coming was helpful. And that's part of why I spent time looking at what and where and how much. Yeah. Uh, give it another 30 seconds or so to see if anybody has anything to add and then we'll start to wind down. I'm going to go and not do much of anything for about an hour. Just hang out. Uh, Stacy says, show up for myself is treating me the way I see others treating and respecting me, even when I don't believe it at that time. I'm probably not alone that when someone does something nice for you, sometimes you feel uncomfortable, like you don't deserve it. And yet when we do nice things for other people, we know they deserve it. Quite often when I try to do something for someone and, and they say, no, that's, you don't need to do that. I know I don't need to do that. There's very little in my life I need to do. I'm doing it because I want to. For example, the neighbors, um, I offered to bring them something back. I was like, I think they have coffee down there. I can bring in something. They're like, we don't drink coffee, you know, and they, not only did they keep an eye on the house and shovel, um, but had, a, I had one small package arrive, um, Friday night, but they were, they were ready to, to grab packages that showed up. You know, I'm going to make a donation to the Humane Society in their name. 
Because if I offer them something, they're just going to say no. Well, I want to do something. I want to show them that I value, that I appreciated not only the effort that they put in, but what they were willing to put in, which was significantly more. Right? And they'll say, you don't have to do anything. And I, you're right, I don't. But I want them to know I appreciate them. Because I really do. <laughs> Frank's got it down. Frank's got showing up for himself down. I snuggle with my dog, go to the park, and listen to music. Yep, and Tommy agrees. Frank, there it is. And Stacy, I'm I'm assuming is responding to not feeling comfortable when people do nice things for us. I don't know what you're talking about. Laughing emoji, winking emoji. All right, everybody. Have a great day. Take care. Go check out that episode of Martial Arts Radio. I want to hear from you. The best thing you can do, we, we haven't had much conversation in the Facebook group of late, and that makes me sad. Uh, please, once you've listened to that episode, Andrew's going to post in there, hey, here's the episode. Once you've listened to it, please go leave a comment. I want to hear your feedback. We don't get... Ooh, me. We don't get as much feedback as we used to, and feedback helps guide things, you know. And once in a great while, I'll get private feedback from people, uh, especially if it's critical or, or suggestions for where we could improve. And I want all of it. I want this to continue to grow as a show. And some of that has to do with how you all see it. Doesn't mean we're necessarily going to change it to fit what you want. But knowing what people want and what people think is, is important. I'm going to drink more tea with a little bit of cream. Take care. Be well. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Leave me stuff to talk about in the Facebook group. Remember, if you want to support the show, which is on 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time every weekday on Facebook, on YouTube. Today we're on Twitter. Tomorrow we'll be on Twitch. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Twitter, Tuesday, Thursday, Twitch. If you want to support us, we've got the Patreon, patreon.com slash whistlekick. I just got an email that everybody was charged for their March stuff and one person was getting some merch. Cool. I love it. The amount of money that goes into the merch, like a standard month versus a merch month, because most people are on the same cycle. Most people were there for for Patreon before. Um, there's a lot of money going out on the merch. And I love it. I love seeing where people put their stickers and everything. It makes me happy. I've also got the code FIRSTCUP15 at whistlekick.com. And if you want the full list, which I'll probably throw some... When I update the family page, whistlekick.com slash family, when I do that this week, I will probably throw in some photos from my vacation. I posted some on Facebook. I definitely posted some on Instagram. But... I didn't post everything. And if you've got questions or comments, of course, we've got the Facebook group. Facebook.com slash First Cup with Jeremy. I appreciate all of you. I hope you have a wonderful day. And I will see you back here tomorrow. Take care, everyone. Peace.